I'm trying to resolve the differences over the rites and rituals that uh, I practice or my wife practices. You have rites and rituals? Well, I have my household rites and rituals. Uh, but, uh, I'm trying to see if I could do a podcast on my rights and uh, my right to do a podcast. Uh, or Rewaz, with some Riz, or Rewaz. You resolve the differences over rights and rituals? Actually, Guru Darsh, Guru Manak did, and Darshan Singh is writing a poem about his birth anniversary. So, we're reading Mansali Noor, Abode of Light, verse 71. Rewas, Arasama. You resolved the differences over rites and rituals. You showed the path to salvation. No, no, no. You transformed hearts into temples of love. You erased all differences between the powerful and meek. Those who tread your path become virtuous. In your presence, the high and low are all one. Oh. So if I'm low, and I'll become uh, one with the high. Uh, huh. 72. When the saint of the divine path merged with God, there was a disagreement between Muslim and Hindu followers on a delicate issue. Hindu, he spells it, uh, well, they spell it in the transliteration, H-I-N-D-O-O. So... There was a disagreement. Well, that's not surprising. Oh, on a delicate issue. Whether the body should be buried or cremated, but the body disappeared when the shroud was removed. On seeing this sight, the world was astonished. The flowers under the shroud were divided among Hindus and Muslim followers. Huh. Can't imagine seeing that happen, no. Oh, that's legendary. <clears throat> bro, 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 broligi guru gobind. Huh. Oh. None will forget the sacrifice of Guru Gobind Singh Ji. Every moment following the spiritual path, the strong forces of untruth trembled. Though tested, he was an unshakable pillar of strength. Not only did he experience pain in his body, but for the nation also sacrificed his sons. Oh, oh my goodness. Uh, yeah, Gobind Singh's sons. Uh, yeah. I can't believe that stuff happens. Hmm. Hmm. Guru Granth. The Guru, the message of Guru Granth uplifts the soul. 
Okay. It is filled with the virtues of many faiths, of those of Mahavira, Krishna, and Christ. It is a scripture that unites the essence of all teachings. Kabir Das, Ravidas, and Baba Farid, yeah. Yeah, this, they uh, co collected uh, Kabir Das, Ravidas, and Baba Farid, and I've, I've see, seen uh, Darshan Singh as <laughs> often will do commentaries on uh, Baba Farid uh, in his talks. It contains the beauty of each of their teachings. Yeah. Huh. Isha, Krishna, Mahavira. I don't know that much about Mahavira. And they used to call Christ as Isha, I-S-S-A. This. Oh. Those who visit the Langar and the Gudwara, yeah. They sit together and eat together. The Sevadars embrace one and all. People of all backgrounds sit together on the same floor. No one is high and no one is low. There is no difference as all are equal. Yeah, I was in Amritsar and I went to the, to the, be the Langar of Guru. Arjan, the Angwar, and I had lentils. Really? Usually I have japati with some lentils. And so that's why I say when I go to the Gudwara, I have some lentils. Yeah. Well... Yeah, those are the two extremely elite foods for these. But you're not, they're not elite. But well, the two elite foods are garbanzos and lentils. Are that's elite? I thought that was for poor people. Well, that's just what I mean. Poor are elite. So those who visit the Langar and the Gaudwara, they are sit together and eat together. The Sevadars embrace one and all. Sevadars are the workers. People of all backgrounds sit together on the same floor. No one is high and no one is low. There is no difference as all are equal. Yeah, they actually uh, do that pretty well. They don't usually see that in religions, so... It's a admirable religion, I suppose. <laughs> Salam. Uh, you know, I like my my alam words. Salam. Should say salam when I see a a Muslim person on the street. I I don't know if they <laughs> if I ever did it right, but you could say salam, mamam, salam. Salutations, O cupbearer, your cup has enthralled my heart with the ecstasy of your love through your elixir. I am so intoxicated that in my eyes, no one I meet 
Along the pathways of vice is a stranger. I am intoxicated by the lyrical glances of the divine cupbearer. Yeah, I was intoxicated by the lyrical glances of the divine cupbearer. As in, as in, uh, what's Kup, as in Darshan Singh, Santarshan Singh, and in particular in, uh, around Valentine's Day and, uh, in, uh, 1989 in India. I am, I was intoxicated by the literal glances of the divine cupbearer. I have fallen in love with everyone for I see God's image and all. Yeah. Yeah, that's like a guru. So he's a, he's pretty much a, well, you don't know, don't know particular, I don't know Guru Nanak in particular, but I met Darshan Singh. So I assume that he's like the other one. <laughs> Salam, mama, mama. Uh-huh. Salam. Yeah, through your lisser, Terry Sarapa. Is that his elixir? Sarab. Huh. Huh. 76. Uh, now 76. Hmm. Miri Guru. Mir, Mere Guru. Means, oh. Oh, my cupbearer, salutations to your message. Salam. So you could say salam. Like, I know you like these words. Uh, you don't quite know, know what they mean or nothing, but... Uh, yeah, how do you deal with this stuff with the Urdu and your Hindu and your, all these languages and... Uh, Salutations to your message of love and devotion to God. Salutations to your voice and message of eternal happiness. Salutations to your creation and your endeavor to help them attain the purpose of life. Salutations, O cupbearer, to your guiding footsteps. Salutations, O cupbearer, for your passion to guide travelers in the caravan back to God as you have lit the lamp that illuminates the way to God's abode. So, God's abode. So, I wonder if Mansel, Enor, the Mansel, is the abode. Is that a Mansel? A Mansel, Enor, is the abode of light, which is what we're reading from, the abode of light. Oh, okay. <laughs> Terra Charaga, your lamp is a cup of love, Muhabap, Chama. Oh, cupbearer, huh? Terra Charab. Your lamp is a cup of truth, Sadakat Nama. Hmm, Kanama. 
It's a lot. Jam. It's a love and Nam. I don't know if Nam is truth. Who knows? Goodness. Huh. Uh, calm. Benevolent work is calm. Jam, calm, nam, and calm. And dawam. Your lamp, your lamp is the cup of the benevolent work of cupbearer. Your lamp is a cup of eternal flame of cupbearer. With the light of God, O cupbearer, your lamp is a lamp of eternal flame, O cupbearer. Alrighty. Hmm. Hmm. Please grant me. Yeah, Ataho Jama. Please grant me the cup filled with the divine light, O Cupper. As life is full of sorrows, O my cupbearer, and everyone is troubled by pains, O my cupbearer, pour out the tipplers, your intoxicating elixir, O my cupbearer. Grace every human being with intoxication and happiness, and may each be fulfilled with the life of divine love. So they have a a life of... uh, Zindagi again, a life of divine love, uh, and uh, may the life uh, be full. Of, life is full of sorrows. Yeah, that's what I'm afraid of sorrows. So. You're afraid of sorrows, <laughs> Sarabnama. Grant to the thirsty the elixir of Nam. Yeah, grant it to me. I'm thirsty. Yeah, this stuff is about me just getting grants. So I'm trying to get a grant uh, to do this podcast. Uh, so, verse 80. Grant to the thirsty the elixir of Nam. Complete us for we are incomplete. Provide us with the ruling passion to achieve our goal. Yeah, I keep trying to push myself to provide us with the ruling passion. Some people, they use inspirational music and they Get a ruling passion. Provide us with a ruling passion to achieve our goal. Bless us, a cupbearer, for we are under your protection. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm under his protection, so why didn't he do something about it? Intoxicate us and reveal the secrets of both the worlds. We are each rivers. Please merge us into the boundless ocean of all consciousness. Okay. Good idea. Please merge me into the ocean of all consciousness. Yeah. Why doesn't he? Hmm. Bestow the cup, which is the highest goal of life. 
that cup for which life is thirsty, that cup which contains everlasting elixir. Through your eyes pour out never-ending intoxication. Yeah, I could just sort of repeat this over and over again. Be merciful, we have been bereaved of divine nectar for ages. Please don't turn us away, for we are beggars at your doorstep. Yeah. He shouldn't turn me away so much. Why doesn't he give me some of this divine lesser since I'm asking for it? Yeah. Bestow that cup, which is the highest goal of life. I don't. I want the highest uh, too. I don't want some uh, halfway junk. Yeah, I was thinking I like. Uh, what was it I was looking for instead of numbness? Not, not looking to be numb. Uh -huh. That cup from which life is thirsty, that cup which contains everlasting elixir. Through your eyes pour out never-ending intoxication. Be merciful. We have been bereaved of divine nectar for ages. Yeah, I've gone without for like... So ages have been living without the nectar. And really, it's really annoying. Huh? Oh. Whoa, 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 John. Whoa, John. That cup of your grace poured out from the tavern of love is filled with human unity, overflowing with the intoxication of purity and humility. O cupbearer, quench our thirst with such a glance, so we will never be thirsty again. Yeah, get it over with. I'm tired of being thirsty. Seems like I'm always thirsty. Yeah, what do you say you can drink uh, oceans of, four oceans of, uh, of, of bliss and never be filled up? And how can you do that? Yeah. You don't want more, more bliss. So if you like bliss, you know. Grant us that cup which brightens our faith and polishes each heart, transforming it into a mirror of truth. Bless our soul with God realization, making us a stranger to ego and merging us in God. Provide that cup so there is no trace of grief. And humanity receives no other knowledge except that of God. No other knowledge. Does that mean they don't receive the... Right, they get their... They do a prompt and they get a feedback from from uh, GPT, uh, Chat GPT. It <laughs> said they get to no other knowledge except that of God. Uh, huh. Okay. Cool. I'm gonna get no other knowledge except that of God. Well, the, some useful knowledge, I guess. Uh -huh. Hmm. It's knowledge that you can use. What are you using it for? No, it's not to use. The world is deeply unhappy with continual strife. Yeah, okay, that's one thing to see. you could solve. Uh, the unhappiness in the world with this continuous strife. The world is deeply unhappy with continual strife. Each breath is burdened with the sorrow of life. Remove the clouds of injustice from the world. 
May the breeze of peace blow in the garden with your grace. With the light of love, transform the earth into the Milky Way. Yeah, how do you transform the earth into the Milky Way? And through your glance of unity, enlighten the world. So we're trying to be turned into the Milky Way. Huh. Hmm. There are tears in my eye. Please bless me with your merciful hand. Guilty are we for inflicting injustice on ourselves. Huh. If your grace does not preserve our dignity, where shall we go except to your doorstep? For except at your threshold we have no other door and no one other no other feet but yours do we lay our head. Yeah, there's nowhere to go except a guru of this type, huh? it seems. Uh, Terry Karam. Let's see. Karam, Sitam, Baram, Ham, Rekti, Rekti. When life itself achieves your purity, then humanity will find eternal peace. Travelers on the path will become conscious of the inner light, and the spiritually blind will glimpse those divine rays. Their attention will focus on the highest point of spiritual consciousness. Life will be filled with ecstasy-producing light. Okay. It will be? Huh. Oh. When's life, when life itself achieves your purity. Terra kulos agard zindagi ko mel jay. Yea, Meridil to Guru. My heart is a blessing to my spiritual master. It is devoid of the conflict of ego and is like a mirror. When looking at it, effulgent light shines forth. It is not my heart, but a fountain of my oneness with God, bathed in the rays of destiny. Within this mirror, the morning of love has dawned. Kuda Kari. God willing, may the world listen to your message. We pray that your reflection shines within each forehead. In the forehead, yeah. Each forehead. We pray it does. Oh. And may the world embrace your vision of love with a pure heart. May we worship and pray that with the blessings of your message we may become virtuous and that differences disappear and all humanity becomes one. Echo, echo, becomes one. That with his messages.
with your message, your Tara Parama. That's a Param word. Huh? Zameen. May on earth the light of mercy and love reign from earth to sky. May self-knowledge and God-consciousness reign on the sad face of humanity. May happiness reign. May the eternal cloud of your message reign so that the lightning transforms into flowers and dew and autumn transforms into spring. Uh, yeah. Well, what's this Terra Param? It's your message. Yeah. It's still a Terra Param. Terra Karama. May your grace be spread throughout the whole world. May each tip or drink from your cup, O Kapar, may the stories of the world's sorrows end forever. O Kapar, may your name remain on every tongue, O Kapar. May the happiness of humanity rise and conflicts disappear with your call. May peace envelop the world. Uh, yeah. Hmm. Uh, 91. May, t- may, may talk of love be common on earth, O cupbearer. May the exchange of love between hearts be common, O cupbearer. May your elixir of serenity be common, O cupbearer. May your beloved message be common, O cupbearer. May there be no conflict. Between uh, the government of India and the six diaspora, what? Want chocolate? Chocolate. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I want. May there have it. I'm wanting. Kira, I want. So I'm gonna have chocolate. Okay. But I thought you wanted to. The end of conflict. Wait. What you want? Um, no conflict. Yeah. Spread the light of unity on earth, manifest within each heart, and the sweet pain of love awaken sincerity within us and reveal God's ocean of grace. May the clamor of conflict in this world cease, and may all people embrace one another with happiness. Yeah, that girl was saying, be happy. Hmm. Yeah. Be happy. Well, people are weary of conflicts and violence. Yeah. People are weary of conflicts and violence. Oh, cupbearer. Yeah, we're getting tired of it. I'm tired of reading about it in the New York Times every day. It's tiring. They are fatigued of fighting and wars, O cupbearer. They have neither a balm nor a shield, O cupbearer. Without you, life is unbearable, O cupbearer. Without love, the world is despondent. Manifest your resplendence for all are thirsty for your glance. Hmm. Yeah, well, was he talking to God or Nanak or 
94. May the cup of heaviness circulate in each assembly. May the breeze of peace and love flow forever. The breeze of peace. Hmm. May. May the cup of happiness circulate in each assembly. May the breeze of peace and love flow forever. From morning to evening, may your cup go round and round. With the circulation of this cup, the goal of human life is attained. May the soul experience inevitable ecstasy and divine intoxication pour forth from your cup so the tip bars may attain. God consciousness, pour forth. Ninety-five, Terra Param, Har Ekka. May your message will, your message will bestow a cure for each pain and awaken the passion and dreams of every heart. In each hand, you will provide a clear mirror which will reflect one's true image. Suffering humanity will never forget your divine miracles. Your message of truth will never be forgotten. Hmm. 96. Throughout the world, Terra Parama. Your message will be cherished. And flowers of happiness will bloom in the desert of sorrow, filling the goblet of our hearts with your elixir and placing lamps to guide the pathway to self-knowledge and God-realization, filling the innermost chamber of our hearts with the ineffable ecstasy of divine light. You extinguish the darkness of sorrow from the world. Nice. That's the 96th verse where he extinguishes the darkness of sorrow from the world in this podcast. This is the voice of Kalistan. Actually, this is the voice of America. But uh, so it's a little bit from uh, the Guru Granth. This is how I was able to do this podcast. Taking the example of a goldsmith or an ironsmith or just a smith to describe how one can embark upon the task of spiritual enlightenment. Yeah, this thing, my mission has been to describe how one can embark upon the task of spiritual enlightenment using the Guru Granth and the words and teachings of Guru Nanak. Let chastity be the shop. Patience, the goldsmith. Intellect, the anvil. And spiritual wisdom, the hammer. If you can use that to hammer out, and that use like an anvil, you just pound out this stuff. You can pound it out and pound out... uh, the five charged words which pound out the bonnie or you could call it the they call it uh the bonnie or the nam is that a bunch of words or is it uh, 
Intellect is the anvil, and spiritual wisdom the hammer in which you pound out this podcast. The fear of God as the bellows, and disciplined hard work as the fire. Let love be the crucible, and melt the nectar of God's name, like melting the gold in the crucible. This is these actually. This is the true mint, where God's name. Yeah, I don't see if the name, the word Nam, God's name is minted. This is the way a person can mold himself to become spiritually enlightened. This task is accomplished by those on whom God cast his gracious glance. I should know this Punjabi word for like glance. and It's been a long time. Oh, Nanak, actually I, I can read uh, I could read Nanak and I've read so much of the Guru Granth in Punjabi. I can recognize Nanak. It says... It's got this little, uh, well, you know what an A is, and an N has got this little open circle going down, and Nanak. So I know the word Nanak. Oh, Nanak, they became blissfully delighted by the gracious glance of the merciful God. So, air is as essential for the body as is the guru for the soul. Huh. Yeah, it would seem that uh, for my uh, my uh, pure soul, I suppose I need the guru. Hmm. Yeah, he can direct your pure soul back to God. And water is like the father, and earth is like the mother of the entire world. Uh, so if you just mix water with earth... Uh, Days and nights are like male and female nurses in whose lap the entire world is playing the role assigned to each one in the worldly play. <sighs> so day and night is just a... Uh, and this whole world was created just to create a play so God could be pretend like he's Shakespeare, I guess. Yeah, you were saying, we've said before that God is just Shakespeare and he wanted to... You needed some entertainment. And the righteous judge in the presence of God watches human beings' good and bad deeds. So he just watches the show of people doing good and bad deeds. Uh, Ike Shakespeare. Huh? According to their own deeds, some are drawn closer and some are driven farther away from God. What are you reading, Amor? The Bible? What are you reading? Which chapter? She's got this Jesus shirt on, and she's reading the Bible. Huh. It's got all those color codes, too. Those who remembered God with adoration departed from this world after achieving the fruit of their hard work. So, if I remember God, if I sit in meditation and remember God, and do the hard work of meditation, I'll reap the fruit of my hard work. Uh, O Nanak, 
It says Nanak, and then it's got this O thing. It's like an A or something. Their faces are radiant with honor in God's presence. Many others influenced by their company achieve freedom from the worldly bonds after listening to this podcast. Uh, well, my face is radiant during this podcast. I can influence people to achieve freedom in this podcast. Sodar, that door, Rag Asa, first guru, one eternal God realized by the grace of the true guru. Oh God, how magnificent is your abode and how amazing is that door from where you are taking care of all your creation. So he's taking care of, yeah, I don't know who keeps the world running in an orderly manner. Somebody's like, when the plants get thirsty, it does rain or something. Some people say, the scientists will say it's just random chaos. But it's funny how uh, somebody must be keeping the world running. <laughs> in this wonderful creation of yours, countless musicians playing innumerable musical instruments, producing infinite number of melodies. Yeah, it goes back to the music of the spheres. Countless singers are singing many musical measures along with their consorts. Huh. So this is countless uh, numbers of music in this podcast. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's the line I wanted to get. Uh, countless musicians. Sikhism is the continuation of culture in India. Really? India? Yeah, in India. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm continuing since it is the continuation of culture in India. (laughs) I continue in this podcast. (laughs) Really? That's how you can continue spirituality in India? Well, yeah. I'm reading from Sikhism, the continuation of Indian culture in India. From page, there's no pages here. And the Kindles have no pages. Why is that so modern? Is this 61%? They have percentages. So it's 61% continuation. Where's the rooster? Did you hear the cu- the the pojo, the chicky, <laughs> the rooster? He's crazy. The, yeah, the rooster. He crows all morning long. There's, he crows. He's his timing is terrible, because he crows at four thirty and the sun rises at seven, and he he's telling people almost all morning long to get up for meditation, and then. Uh, they don't get up, so he just keeps crowing. I don't know if he's going to crow. Where's the rooster? Mm-hmm. <laughs> the rooster. Where is he? What do you call him? What's the name? Pojos. Pojos. The Bhakti movement came into being to revive a chicken. 
He's a male chicken. He's a rooster. The bhakti movement came into being to revive original concept of Indian metaphysics. Culture is the necessary byproduct of the Indian metaphysics and societal realities as its necessary offshoots. This was the pivotal point from which Sikhism or Sikhism. Yeah, why don't you, how are you going to pronounce it? I just pronounce it both ways, Sikhism and Sikhism, continued from the Indic heritage. It also innovated some philosophic and cultural elements which were coerced with rich ideology of India. Yeah, so it's just a precursor to Sikhism. What is the Vedic stuff or Hinduism? Is? Yeah, it's just a precursor. It's nothing more than that. Oh, really? Is that why they're so angry there? The Hindu, uh, that party, Bharata party. Which party is that? The Janata? What's the party? They're having, yeah, the Bhakti movement is a precursor to India's cultural revival. Tamil Siddhas represented the Buddhist tradition that is continuation of the Shamanic tradition. It is distinct. Oh, that's not a rooster, that's a dog. Yeah, it's now 7.22, and this rooster, he was crowing at 4.30. God, nowadays, even they're mixed up. What? He's just following the tradition of being a chicken. It is distinct stream from the Vedic one. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> and we have a tradition of having bad, bad uh, mattresses, which so I have to get up and podcast because the mattress is no good. Yeah, because in American culture they have all TVs and they have TVs and the mattresses are no good. Though in we know the idealistic, idealistic abutment only has a very fine, the brick full, for super firm mattress and a piano, and it's empty and has no clutter. What? Yeah, that's idealized. But it seems that Americans they buy TVs and not and not good beds. Okay, so they're unfocused. Yeah. It is a distinct stream from the Vedic one. Its seat was the Indus Valley civilization in the Vitala Bhakti tradition of Maharashtra. Shaivism is mixed up with Vishnavism. Yeah. Are you saying that this Sikhism business and your uh, path of the of uh, Sat Mat is really just Garak Nathism, or is it Saivism, or is it Krishna, or is it uh, Saivism, 
Shiva ism and Vaishnavism. Uh, yeah, it's all a bunch of isms. Uh, Nathism or Sha- Yeah, I remember the Russian guy who was saying that, oh, you follow the path of Guragnatha. Well, it's Nathism or is it Savism or Vaishnavism, Vaishnavism. Oh, it's a. Oh, it's a bhakti tradition of Vitala tradition. Oh, you're saying, oh, it's a continuation. Uh, yeah, it's a continuation. <laughs> it's a continuation of... Uh, is that all he is, is Guru Nanak, or is he distinct in the fun? Well, he's... Well, him and... and uh, him and really... Uh, Kabir are the, they say, are the, the founder of modern spirituality. So, Oh, really? The former dominated the latter? Wait a minute. So the former dominated the latter. Shiva-ism. Shavism. And Vasnavism. In Pandar per cap on the icon of the deity symbolizes Vaishnavism. This tradition spread in the north. Sikhism continued it and further developed. From this standpoint, an endeavor is made to argue that Sikhism is a continuity of Indian culture. The Sikh faith anchors on Namasimran. Oh, so that's the repetition of the name. Nama Simran, for achieving the goal of life here and now, while discharging all world responsibilities. Man is not a helpless pawn that can be placed anywhere in the chessboard, in the chess game of life. Oh, so I'm not a helpless pawn in this podcast. Well, you sound like you are, but... Uh, well, I did Nama Simran <laughs> this morning after the, the crow woke me up. Uh, and I've got some poems about about the crow back in... Uh, back crowing back in Ohio. So this is a continuation of my prior podcast. Man has latent freedom that can be aroused... Uh, he is thus intrinsically free to do a podcast. Every religion postulates his freedom. That is to be called out. For this purpose, religion was developed. Religion is a human creation for the bringing out the best in man. It transforms the beast in man and makes him a refined cultural person. Yeah, I was just thinking about becoming, how can I become a refined cultural person if I get up and meditate and I empty out the room and I have a firm mattress I can sleep well on and I have a, maybe a sabaton for meditation and I declutter the house and throw all the junk out. Oh, okay. And, uh, and I throw out the TVs and throw out the car and get, move to an island that has no cars on it and Maybe get a donkey or something. Oh, you've got a, a, a rooster? Does a rooster wake you up? 
Yeah, I've become a cult refined cultural person by reading about reading Urdu poetry and uh, reading about uh, Sikhism, the continuation of culture and a refined cultural person. The founder of every religion, religion often conceives in this his mind the ideal image of man. Guru Nanak, the pioneer of the Sikh faith, had in the, his mind the ideal image of man. His ideal man, a Gurumukh. Uh, Gurumukh. Yeah, if you um, want to be an ideal man, you become a Gurumukh. You're Gurumukhi. That's where you... You merge your, your uh, mind uh, into the guru, and your mind is basically operating at the will of the guru. Oh, really? So you become one with your guru? His ideal man, Guru Muk, was transformed into the Khalsa of Guru Gobind Singh. This transformation was carried forth in history. It constitutes a unique phenomenon in the history of religions. We do not come across in other religious traditions the process of transforming man in the course of history. It was carried out during the Guru period, thus it was a unique characteristic of the Sikh upsurge. So I was just reading about the Sikh upsurge here which is still surging. Oh, you're promoting a search? Well, technically, if I read, uh, celebrate the uh, birth anniversary of uh, Guru Nanak in this podcast with uh, the continuation of Sikhism in Radha Swami through the line of... um, Ratna Narayo and Tulsi Sahib and Shibdayal Singh and Swamiji. Swamiji is Sivdalyal Singh and Jamal Singh and Saman Singh and Kirpal Singh and Darshan Singh and Rajinder Singh. This is the unique characteristic of the Sekup Surge. So it's surging in this podcast. The Sekup Surge? Now I'm reading from the Penquin Classics, Hymns of the Sikh Gurus. And here, this is classical because it's Penquin. It can't be anything but authoritarian and professional. Okay. Throughout his life, he continued to preach for the common humanity, which to his way of thinking transcended all racial social, religious, gender barriers, and which he wished people of all faiths to perceive and cherish during his extensive travels throughout India. Yeah, and he traveled. He visited places of worship belonging to various religious traditions, Hindu temples, Muslim mosques, Buddhist viharas, and Sufi kanakas, and attended their fairs and festivals. So if I was to do that, it would be similar, I guess. So are you going on a su- to Sufi um, 
shrines or the birthplace and enlightenment place of Buddha and any mosque or Hindu temples. Or, yeah. And attended the fairs and festivals. Wow. In the Guru Granth, we come across evidence that he met with yogis, sufis, and nats. Yeah, that's what I was saying. It's just Gurukhnak, Nathi. It's Nathism? Wait. Well, that's what that Russian guy, like he used to, when I tried to describe the path of the masters, and I said, oh, yeah, that's Gurukhnathism. Oh. Which, in a lot of ways, uh, in, ter- in terms of the yogic uh, yoga practice, it is. Uh, when he met Muslims, he adjured them to be faithful to the teachings of their faith. And when he met Hindus, he urged them to abide by the tenets of their own tradition, the essential eternal truth, which lay behind beyond all externals and particularisms. Yeah, and it lies beyond particularisms which lie beyond all externals and particularisms. So I'm talking about something that's beyond particularisms. Was the core of the Guru Nanak's vision of the transcendental, it's also transcendentalism of the transcendental one, the rich but simple style of his teaching drew people from different religious and cultural and social backgrounds Wherever Guru Nanak went, people began to follow him, calling themselves Sikhs. Wow, why did they somehow call themselves the Sikhs or Sikhs? A Punjabi word which means disciple. All right, so they were just became disciplined, which they, which is like being a disciple. Well, has that become disciplined in meditation? Yeah. They called themselves that, huh? Well, disciple. It can be traced to the Sanskrit shishya, shish, s-h-i-s-h-y-a, shikism, shishik, and the Pali, seka, sika. Also, it's just a Pali Sika. Yeah. And then there's a Bay Gurdas. <clears throat> Bay Gurdas, 1551 to 1636. The first Sikh historian and theologian viewed this new faith as a needle which sows materials that are ripped asunder, bringing harmony to the torn and conflicting groups. All right, so we could put together and sew together the materials from older faiths and uh, and bring harmony to them and and uh, and they're torn apart by conflicting groups and we can repair the conflicting groups with Sikhism. Okay. Is that what you did here in this podcast? Yeah, I'm repairing the damage. The damage between, uh, let's say, uh, Jewish, reli- Jewish religion and uh, 
Muslim religion and Christian and all that stuff happening in Gaza or whatever it is. And, uh, what about Armenia? Or what about... Uh, is there other problems? Yeah. They have problems. <laughs> yeah, the UN was saying... What is the UN was said... Uh, they had conflicts in 55 locations of the world. Okay. Yeah, so... Hmm. Yeah, so... What are we having, Amor? At the end of his travels, Gurunanak settled in Kar, Tarpur, a Punjabi village. He had found it on the right bank of the river, Ravi. community of disciples grew around him here. It was not a monastic order of any kind. Oh, it's not monastic. Uh, yeah, they were very practical and they believed in... But a fellowship of men and women engaged in the ordinary occupations of life. Yeah, it's like positive mysticism, according to Darshan Singh. They're engaged in the ordinary occupations of life. Uh, and that's why I do this podcast within the ordinariness of my everyday life. Uh, yeah, it's an ordinary podcast. Uh, 